Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, we go down under to preview the big March 26th boxing card at the Minneapolis Armory. Headlining the PBC card on Showtime is Australian superstar and top super welterweight contender Tim Zhu, who makes his long-awaited U.S. debut at the historic Armory. Zhu, son of legendary former world champion Costa Zhu, is unbeaten in 20 pro fights. He faces a tough challenge in the person of Terrell Gaucher, a 2012 U.S. Olympian with a pro record of 22-2-1. Gaucher is a native of Cleveland, now fighting out of California. In the co-feature, two unbeaten lightweights clash as Michelle Rivera, 22-0, of the Dominican Republic, takes on Joseph Adorno, 14-0-2, of Allentown, Pennsylvania. Also on the card, Elvis Rodriguez, 12-1-1, of the Dominican Republic, faces off against Argentina's Juan Jose Velasco. The Showtime crew was in town Thursday to talk about the fights, and the Minnesota Fight Night podcast was there. We'll start with audio from the Showtime press conference and finish up with exclusive interviews with Zoo and his Australian promoter, George Rose. I hope you enjoy the episode. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Minneapolis. I'm Brian Custer, the host of Showtime Championship Boxing, and we are excited. Because on Saturday, Showtime Championship Boxing is making its first ever visit here to the Twin Cities, the land of 10,000 lakes, and to the historic armory. Uh, a historic armory, a building that has such rich boxing history. And we can't wait because it is going to host a triple header of fights that come your way on Showtime Championship Boxing. And not just any fights, I'm talking important fights, crossroads fights, from the main event all the way to the opening bout. And you can include the co-main event. And what a place to do it than here in Minneapolis in the Armory. Built in the 30s, this building has such a rich boxing history, especially for this area. Some of the greats to ever lace up gloves fought in the Armory. I'm talking about uh, the Henry Armstrongs fought there uh, in the late 1930s. Uh, my favorite fighter of all time, Sugar Ray Robinson, fought in the Armory in 1942. And now the main event, Tim Zhu and Terrell Gachet get to etch their names into the legacy of that great building in the main event. It all comes your way on Saturday, 9 o'clock Eastern, that is 6 o'clock Pacific time, on Showtime Championship Boxing. This event is promoted by the best, TGB Promotions, No Limit Boxing and Warrior Boxing as well. Tickets, they are on sale right now. You can get your tickets. They can be purchased at the Armory. Uh, you can also purchase them at armorymn.com through Ticketmaster. Again, armorymn.com through Ticketmaster. 
Let's talk about the fights. Again, crossroads fights here is what I'm talking about. And the main event is a special one because we've got a, a man who is in the top 10 when you talk about challengers at 154 pounds, former Olympian in Terrell Grichet, who's fought for the world title. But also, it's special because this main event features a guy who's coming here to the States and making his debut. Uh, listen, he's the son of a boxing hall of famer. His father, former champion at 140 pounds, former unified champion uh, as well. In fact, he was a two-time champion at 140. He's making his US debut, talking about Tim Zhu. And his father, Costa Zhu, had such a rich history with this network. I mean, you know, Costa Zhu fought 15 times here in the United States of his 33 fights. 10 of those on this network, where he was in an impressive nine and one. Knocked out seven of those opponents just on Showtime alone. And now his son is looking to follow in that legacy and really make his own path here in the United States and making his debut right here on Showtime in the main event. So it should be one heck of a fight in what is the most loaded division at 154 pounds. But we're gonna begin the night though with junior welterweights. And we've got Elvis Rodriguez taking on Juan Jose Velasco. And Elvis, 12 and one. He's got 11 knockouts uh, taking on Juan. 23 and 2 with 14 knockouts. Uh, Martin Bader is here. He's going to do the translation for us. Um, Elvis, I'll start with you. Wasn't too long ago you suffered your first defeat, but then you come back, you get the victory that we saw on Showtime. Now you've got Juan Velasco in front of you. Tell us what should we expect Saturday when you get in the ring with Juan. Bueno, Elvis. Eh, sufriste una dura derrota, pero luego te recuperaste, te pudimos ver por Showtime, cómo pudiste salir de nuevo hacia arriba, y ahora tenés a un oponente como Juan José Velasco, que representa otro desafío. ¿Qué sensaciones tenés vos de cara a la pelea de este sábado? Bueno, primero que nada, eh, lo único que, lo mejor que pude hacer fue sacar lo mejor de, de, de la derrota, encontrar la motivación, y eso me, me motivó a seguir trabajando más duro en el gimnasio, cada día y a seguir mejorando y gracias a Dios volvimos con una, con una gran victoria y este próximo sábado 26 de marzo podrán ver de nuevo todo lo, todo lo duro que hemos estado trabajando y lo vamos a demostrar encima del ring. You know what, that loss that you mentioned, it motivated me to come back to the gym and work even harder. And you know, thank God that I was able to come back with that victory and show what I'm worth. And I plan to do that again this Saturday against a tough opponent like Velasco, but I believe that all my hard work is going to pay off and fans are going to see a great fight on Saturday night. Juan, let me come to you. I mean, you fought some of the toughest guys when you talk about uh, 140. I mean, Barrios, uh, Pro Gray. But you've won your last three fights. Give me the biggest difference from the fighter who we saw against Pro Gray, Barrios, to the guy we've seen lately and we'll see on Saturday. 
Bueno, tuviste oponentes muy duros a través de tu carrera, como Barrios y Progrey, por ejemplo, ¿no? Pero también la misma vez has ganado los últimos tres compromisos que tuviste. ¿Cuál es la gran diferencia que dirías que la gente ve en vos en este momento comparado con aquel que perdió contra Barrios y Progrey en el pasado? Bueno, primeramente lo que pasó con Barrio y Progrey ya quedó en el pasado, fue parte de la experiencia de mi carrera y pude sacarle lo mejor a eso. Este, y trabajé fuerte, eh, hice campamentos muy duros para nuevamente tener este compromiso y me siento preparado y tranquilo por todo el trabajo que hice. First things first, uh, what you mentioned about Barrios and Progrey, that's in the past. I did learn my lessons from it, but rarely focused on the present because I feel like I'm ready for this challenge, I'm ready to take things up another level, and I'm very confident in how my training went and the, and the weapons that I have prepared to fight this Saturday night. Elvis, listen, people love knockouts, and they love to see you stop people and then strum when you, once you strum. So will we see that Saturday night when you face Juan? Este, vamos a ver tocar la proverbial de guitarra después de, de la pelea de sábado a la noche. A la gente parece que le encanta eso. Bueno, claro que sí, claro que sí. Confío en mi preparación, confío en mi trabajo. Fue un campamento bastante bueno, trabajamos bastante fuerte y venimos bien confiados y enfocados en que el sábado 26 de mayo vamos a conseguir, el 26 de mayo vamos a conseguir una, una buena victoria y a seguir escalando en la división de las 140 libras. You can count on that little guitar. I can, I can assure you that. You know why? Because I am confident in my training. I am confident in the foundation that I have laid before this Saturday night. And on March 26, you're gonna see me come out with the victory, my hand on top, and then music for everybody. Juan, you got a confident guy in front of you. You believe a victory over Elvis Rodriguez means that Juan Velasco should be fighting for a world title next. Bueno, tenés a un rival que está evidentemente confiado, pero ¿crees que si le ganás mereces una oportunidad de pelear por el título mundial? Creo que después de esta victoria eh, me merezco nuevamente una chance por el título mundial. Eh, trabajé fuerte, como lo dije anteriormente, para este nuevo compromiso y bueno, por lo que escuché de él también, así que muy contento para el sábado poder dar un, un gran espectáculo a todo público. I absolutely do believe that if I win this fight, I should get a world title shot. I can see that he's confident, and he should be, but I'm confident as well, and I know that on Saturday night, I'm going to provide the fans with fireworks, and they're going to see a splendid fight from both of us. Folks, that's the opening bout of the night. Let's get to the co-main. Michelle Rivera and Joseph Adorno. This is going to be an all-action fight. These are two guys who know one another. So that adds to the intrigue of it. Michelle Rivera, who likes to call himself the new version of Muhammad Ali. Then you've got Joseph Adorno. Joseph, um, I'll start with you. You guys do know, know each other. How do two friends end up in the ring, get ready to duke it out here at the Army? Um, you know, my promoter called me about the fight. You know, uh, I, me and Michelle, we, we know each other through social media. So, you know, I, I, I talked to him about it quick. And he said, you know, we, we shouldn't be fighting, you know, if there's no, like, 
title or nothing, nothing that puts us out there, you know. So you know, we both agreed on on, on not taking a fight. So past like four days after that, you know, my promoter calls, call me on a three three line and says he's calling saying that you scared to fight him and he ready to sign a contract. And I'm like, nah, I just got on the phone with him talking about we're not gonna fight. What are you talking about? We we know each other. And then they was like, nah. And then they put the three way and then I think it was his Ludacuco or something like that. Then said, nah, we ready to take the fight. He ready to sign a contract right now. So I'm like, ain't no way. I just got off the phone with him. And then he's telling me, no, this is what I just got off the phone with him right now. So I'm like, they gave me the contract all signed and also, you know, I signed mine. Um, so that I assume then that kind of adds to the entry of this. I'm sure you're a little upset about that. Considering uh, everything that went down, now you're like, okay, well, then you want to fight. I'm not going to look like I like, you know, like I'm scared of something. I told, we t I told him, you know, if it's, if it's a good fight, of course, you know, we could be friends, but, you know, it's just business. But the way it all happened is like, you know what, give me that contract, I'm signing it too. Michelle, uh, he's giving us the story. Anything different from your side of you? Oh, well, yeah. It's like, I don't take my opponents. It's like, he was the last opponent that. Uh, they they say me it was too supposed to fight with this guy Rui, uh, mm, I don't remember the name now but I was too supposed to fight with five opponents and he was the last he write me wait they called me to fight you then I say him uh, I don't take my opponents if you like the fight you take it if you don't like you take it it's like I know him uh, when I will fight he support me and uh, when I will fight I support him you know. But I don't matter. That that's boxing. That's boxing. Uh, I I'm right here for be for be legend. You know, I have the skills. Everybody know who is the recognition of Muhammad Ali. He's a good guy with good record, and he did take the fight. He's good record for for be my record. No, it's good to to get defeated in the in the line. But I don't say like he say me. I don't want to fight with you. But I don't know. If they send me the contract. I say. I don't have the power to take my opponents. If you wanna take it, you take it. If you don't wanna take it, don't take the fight. You know what they're saying? You know, I, I, I don't say him like, hey, don't take it. Uh, he say me like, uh, if it's like for more money, uh, world title, is, you know, uh, better take the fight, it's more important. But uh, I say, yeah, if you wanna take it, take it. But it's not my decision, it's yours. Yeah. Then now right, I'm ready for five years, man. And now we got it. Yeah, uh, so, so now we got the fight, Joseph. You know, Michelle, what should we expect on Saturday? You know, just a, a new world for Joseph, you know, not just relying on my power, you know. We know he's a great fighter for us, you know. So we're just going to go out there and put in the work, man, you know what I'm saying? I've been working, and I know this takes both of us from prospect to contender, whoever wins Saturday night. So, you know, I know it, I know it wasn't a line. So, you know, just got to be focused and, you know, just relaxed up in the ring. You know, you don't see fireworks like you said. We both got, we both bring um, spectacular power. You know, we both undefeated fighters. So you know, it's gonna be, I think, one of the out of the three cards is probably gonna take the the show. Michelle, what should we expect when you get in the ring with Joseph? Well, man, uh, I'm so fo I'm focused for this fight. I was like four months in camp, you know, flying for Vegas and flying for uh, other places to to get better, you know. Uh, sparring with barriers, I'm great, I'm no 100%, I'm ready, 1 million percent ready, you know. Uh, I, I believe that my last name is ready. Then 
I know that these are good fighters with good record. They men, I'm ready for this. You know, everybody know that I have this experience fighting with guys that I know. It's not my first time. Uh, my last time was a guy that was training with my fake trainer. Then don't worry, man. That, that's boxing, and I'm ready for this. Everybody will see that this fight can be the fight of the night. But Michelle win you know. <laughs> do, do you anticipate Michelle this fight going the distance? Oh, I don't know, man. I'm ready for 14 rounds. If it's 14 rounds, uh, if I get the knockout, okay. But I'm ready for 20 rounds. It's 20 rounds. Ready, man. Joseph, same question to you. Do you think this fight goes the distance? Whoever let the first good punch go to sleep. <laughs> Folks, that's the co-man. <laughs> the appetizer. So now we get to the main event. Tim Zoo. Terrell Gachet. Yeah. Listen, I mean, Terrell Gachet has fought for the world title, former Olympian, and now we get Tim Zoo. The U.S. debut of Tim Zoo. Uh, his promotion is No Limit Boxing. George Rose is the CEO, uh, also professional rugby uh, footballer as well, because I'm looking at him like, yo, you are not a boxer. <laughs> as big as you are, he's the CEO of No Limit Boxing. George, a few words. Look, I could have fit it in the super, super heavyweight division. <laughs> Look, it's an absolute pleasure to be here in America. I just want to acknowledge everyone who's opened their doors to us and been so welcoming. We're really excited to be here on a PBC show, on Showtime, headlining with Tim Zhu. Um, it's an absolute honor for us to be here. And man, just let me tell you a little bit about Tim Zhu first. Tim Zhu is the star of Australian boxing. He's a pay-per-view king. Man, he's, he's the face of Australian boxing back home. And for us to finally make the US debut here, we're really excited about it. We're, we're here, we're, we've been wanting to put the Super Welterweight division on notice for a, for a while now. COVID held us back from that. Um, but now we're here, excited to make our US debut. Really, really excited about the, the rich history of the armory and to be here in Minneapolis. Um, we can't wait to, to rip in. And you're finally gonna get to see Tim Zoo in the flesh here in the US because like I said, we've been hanging to get over here. And uh, just thank you again to PBC and Showtime for having us here. Looking forward to a big night. Thank you, sir. So here we go, the main event. Tim Zhu, 20 and 0. 15 of his wins have come by knockout. But he's got Terrell Gachet in front of him. 22 and 2 and 1. He's got 11 knockouts. Tim, I'll start with you because generally when a guy comes making his U.S. debut, getting a lot of hype. Sometimes you want an easy touch. I want to ease my way on into the States. Yet, you take on a guy, top 10, and 154 pounds. He's fought for the world title. You tell me why you wanted Terrell Gachet in your U.S. debut. Yeah, look, um, Terrell Gachet's name popped up uh, before my last fight, um, which we happily accepted straight away. Um, and for me, at this level where, where you are ranked number, number one in, in the WBO, there's no such thing as easy fights. There's no such thing as fights where you get to pick and choose. You've got to fight anyone and anyone, you know? And um, Terrell Gachet's got the credentials. He's, he's fought the, the very best in the division. And um, having, having to fight someone like that gets to prove to, to everyone 
you know, who, who you really are. So it's quite simple. Your thoughts on fighting here in the States. I mean, this is a place where your, your father was amazing. And uh, now you get to blaze your own trail. What are your thoughts on making your U.S. debut? Just, yeah, look, it, this is a buzz for me. I'm, I'm, I'm like super excited. Like, um, you know, we've done great things in Australia and, you know, we, we had um, arenas sell out in one day. Um, we got um, cities and arenas named after myself, which is pretty crazy. But you know, I need to I need to get out of here. I need to get out of Australia and, and come here to America because for me, this is what I I've, uh, I've always watched. I've always watched in my life growing up as a young kid, um, through the Ray Jones days, through the Felix Trinidad days. You know, this this is what I watched on TV. To be finally being being able to experience it, it's a buzz. You know, this is what I live for. Uh, if this doesn't get your blood pumping, I don't know what will. Terrell. I kind of want to know your feelings on this, because Tim is here, man, a lot of hype surrounding him. You got to kind of be thinking like, uh, excuse me, you're on my turf, uh, my division. I've been in here for a while. Give me your thoughts here on facing Tim Zhu and uh, wrecking this great debut here in the United States. Um, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm feeling dangerous. Uh, I just like this fight. Tim's a good fighter, you know, he, he brings the pressure, so it's gonna bring the best out of me to fight a fighter like that. Tim, uh, I was reading some of the quotes when talking to the media, and I mean, you're not only looking forward to making the debut, quote, I'm here to take over the division and take everyone out. Um, those are some lofty goals, especially at 154, and you got a guy like Big Shea in front of you. Yeah, one, one step, one step at a time, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not here to, to again, to just take part, man. I, mean, I'm, I want to really take over, and uh, I believe, I believe it, and um, yeah, it's, 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 it's in my heart, in my destiny. Terrell, you were uh, talking to the boxing scene uh, yourself and Apprentice Brewer, who is now added to your team uh, as well in training. Prentice told the boxing scene, quote, Tim is not his father. Terrell Gachet said he is a one-trick pony. Talk to us about that. Um, what, I, what I mean by that is, like, you know, when I watch his fights, is, uh, he, he bring the pressure, and that's what he do. I mean, he don't do too much uh, that I had never seen before, you know what I mean? So uh, I think... Um, I'm gonna go out there and do some things he hasn't seen before. I'm sure he's been watching me, watching my fights, and uh, I think he's been watching the wrong thing because it's gonna be a new thing. Tim, he's not his father in a one-trip pony. Your thoughts? Well, what can I say, you know? Um, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I'll prove it. I'll, 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 I'll show him, I guess. Well, what can I say, you know? Um, actions speak louder than words. Jarrell, uh, you also was quoted as saying, one thing is he can't bully me, uh, and I'm going to show him some different things. Talk to me about that and what you meant by that. Um, I just feel like I'm a true junior middleweight. You know, I'm not... One coming up from 147, you know, I'm, I've been this way for a while, so 
I feel like I'm strong and um, you know, I, I'm not to be bullied. I'm, I'm a, I don't take no shit, so excuse my language. But uh, I think it's a good fight. I'm glad that he took the fight. And it's about to, um, you know, respect him for taking a fight like that. So we're going to go out there and put on a show for the fans and give him a great fight. Tim, when you get a lot of hype, you know, people want to see you back it up. I guess the question is, will you be the bully Saturday? I'm, I'm going to do what I, what I always do. Um, game plan is quite simple. Make as many, uh, make as least mistakes as, as I possibly can and um, capitalize on his mistakes. So. Um, the man who makes the less mistakes will win. Question, I think, for both of you. Trump, um, the winner of this fight, do you believe the winner should get the winner of Castaño, Charlo? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no other way around. Both of you ready for the winner of that fight? Absolutely. Yeah, I was born ready. We'll wrap it up with this. Drell, we'll start with you. For people, I'd I say around the world, that's going to be watching this fight, considering he's coming all the way over from Australia. The thousands that in Minneapolis that are paying, what can you guarantee that they are going to get Saturday night when you step in the ring with Tim Zoo? Well, I, I prepared great. You know, we had an injury-free camp. Um, I'm in shape. I had some great sparring. They're going to see a, a well-live boxer that's going in there to to dominate and have an action-packed night. Tim, it's your debut here in the States. For everybody in Australia that's going to be watching, here in the States who loved your father, are like, okay, let me see what the son's got. What can you guarantee him that they're going to get Saturday night? Uh, I think me and two are going to produce non-stop action, you know, uh, non-stop action until the final bell rings or, if it or before the bell rings. So uh, I'm coming with everything. I've had a, had a good camp, as, I, as everyone always says, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to be fighting here in America. Uh, thank you to all my fans all around the world. Um, I've got a big responsibility ahead of me, but I, but I intend to, to take it with both hands. Yeah. Folks, that's the evening. Saturday night, Showtime Championship Boxing. 9 o'clock Eastern. It is 6 p.m. Pacific time. The main event has Tim Zhu making his U.S. debut, taking on Terrell Gachet in the main event at 154 pounds. You do not want to miss it. You already heard him. The winner says they deserve to fight the winner of Charlo Castaño. It should be one heck of a night. I'm uh, Brian Johnson, Sean Strauss from the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah nice to meet you guys. Um, great to meet you as well. Needless to say, we're super pumped about having you here in Minnesota. I know they had been, when, when, when they talked about where you would make your U.S. debut, I know the name Los Angeles came up in different cities. What was your immediate thought when you heard Minnesota? Uh, I, I didn't know much. I didn't know much about Minnesota, you know. Um, I, but I'm quite excited to be here, you know. It's a, it's a nice little city. Um, the weather's great. I love this type of cold. Um, and I've been treated with uh, welcoming hands here. Yeah, it's, uh, we have a pretty good fight history, as you may know now. We 
heard a little bit about the history of the armory and some of the great fighters who have fought there. Um, and this is another another feather in our cap, so to speak, to have you here. Um, but uh, I, I want to ask you about coming to the United States, do you feel like it's more pressure or less pressure? Because on the one hand, you people in Australia, of course, know you and you're a huge hero there. Here, they're maybe not quite as familiar with your story. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's, it's a new chapter for me. You know? I feel like I, I've achieved my thing in Australia and um, this really uh, gives me another fire, uh, burning desire. So it's good. I like coming here unknown because um, people don't know what to expect, you know, and it's my turn to, to show them and you know, to give them that wow factor. Oh, wow. So I'm, I'm quite excited. Yeah, speaking of the wild fact, I think one thing, one fight that is really memorable to me is the Jeff Horn fight there in Australia. Can you talk a little bit about that? What do you remember about that fight? I'm sure it was huge in Australia, um, and he just won in very impressive fashion. Yeah, it was, um, it was a big fight, you know. Uh, he was the man in Australia, uh, former world champion who just played Manny Pacquiao. Uh, he lost to Crawford. Um, yeah, it was a big fight. It was me on the rise versus the the guy who's done and dusted. Uh, not dusted, but who was who's already done it. And uh, yeah, it, it really catapulted me into um, big things in Australia, where we were able to do big crowds afterwards. Um, yeah, and it was a, it was a big fight in my career, and I came sort of as the unknown. Um, all the attention was on him, and. It was good by the end of it. I, I, uh, I won everyone over, which I intend to do now again. Yeah, and kind of in a similar vein, how much, what's it like following in your father's footsteps? A great champion, and um, you know, I guess, what's the best advice you've ever gotten from him? Yeah, it's family business. You know, it's, this is in our blood. We, we, we were like this, this small start of boxing. You know, so it's always in always in our hearts. Uh, the best advice that ever gave me was um, never give up. Never give up no matter what. Life's presented, just keep going. I heard he didn't necessarily want you to go into boxing, is that right? What son wants their son to fight? I mean, what father wants their son to fight, you know? It's a, it's a hard sport to watch. Even me now, my, my brother's turned professional watching him. That's your heart. <laughs> you know, He's getting punched, and it's just it's hard watching, uh, especially for his son. I don't blame him. And I heard that your grandfather didn't want you and your brother to spar anymore because you can imagine what happens. It's fireworks, yeah. and uh, no one's a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean, did you have any? Uh, I just noticed that when you got to Minnesota, that you did some training over the new uh, Circle of Discipline gym. Um, just any thoughts on you know being in Minnesota so far? You know, did you get to do anything other than step out on the sidewalk and go to the gym? Uh, I haven't done too much here. I haven't done too much. Uh, but everyone's just so welcoming, you know, and the people are they're so nice. You know, it's sort of like Aussies, you know, where we're sort of down to earth and everyone's so chilled. And um, the Minnesotian is, is that a word? Minnesotan Minnesotan people are just like that. Yeah, they usually yeah. say Minnesota nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we are the hometown of Prince, by the way. Prince, all oh, right. With the art, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a big And I know that Australia uh, has the Little River Band, so that was kind of my era growing yeah, right. up listening so, to I'm, I'm too, too, too young for that. Before your time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, any other thought? I wanted to ask you real quick about your... I know you probably have family in Russia and Ukraine. What, what's your message for them? Do you have a message for them um, during um, this... I, uh, I don't really know. I understand what's happening, so I yeah. can't really comment on everything that's going on. Yeah. Hope people stay safe. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. So we're here with George Rose, all the way from Australia, in town for the uh, Tim Zoo's big U.S. debut. Uh, George, thanks for taking some time to chat. Absolute pleasure. What uh, What are your impressions so far of Minneapolis? Well, it's cold. It's cold. That's uh, that's one thing that stood out the most so far. I, uh, we've come from an Australian summer, so uh, to roll into this, I, I wasn't really prepared for it. But I, I um, mate, it's it's a beautiful town. I, I, I found out that I, I've just missed the snow by a few weeks. There was, apparently, there was a bit of snow around, but. Um, um, yeah, great town, really welcoming people, really nice people everywhere we've been, so um, we're enjoying it so far. Well, it's great to have you here, and we're super pumped to have Tim in town for his U.S. debut. Um, for American fans who maybe aren't as familiar with Tim as uh, people in Australia are, what, what, can, what can fans expect here on Saturday night when they see this dynamic young fighter in action? I think, um, mate, I think you need to tune in and find out yourself. Like, I, we're, we're really excited to, to come across here. Tim's, Tim's had a, a great career so far in Australia. He's, he's delivered to the Australian public time after time, and um, he's, he's a, an exciting fighter. He loves to push the pace. He loves to, to push the action. So there, there won't be too much sitting back waiting for something to happen. Tim's here to make something happen, and we want to make a statement on his, on his U.S. debut as well. We've been hanging to get across here for a few years. Obviously, with COVID restrictions and travel restrictions, it's been very difficult. But this guy sells out shows back home in Australia, and he's the pay-per-view star of Australia. So he's coming here to, to showcase to the American public what he can also be over here in the states. Because you know, USA and boxing—that's where you've got to be. You want to, you know, you want to put on a show. You want to be known. Um, you got to be fighting here in the states, and that's why we're so excited to be here in the states. And I think Timmy's going to show that come Saturday night. Um, he wants to make a big statement. Absolutely, and, and, and to, to his everlasting credit, he didn't pick a soft touch by any means here. I think being that he's already a mandatory challenger, you could have forgiven him if maybe he said, oh, I'll just take an easy tune-up fight or maybe even bypass this fight altogether. Uh, what, does that, what does that say about Tim and his uh, warrior spirit? Absolutely. People think that we're absolutely crazy for, for fighting when we're mandatory challenger for the, for the title. Tim doesn't like the weight. He likes to be active. He likes to fight. He loves boxing. He loves it. He loves to be in the ring. And rather than wait around for 18 months for an opportunity to fight for the title, he wants to keep fighting. And unfortunately, when you're the mandatory challenger, you're number one in the division, there's no easy fight out there. There's no easy fight. So... A, a tune-up doesn't exist for, for him. Any fight that he takes is, is of, of the highest calibre. Terrell Gachet is of the highest calibre. He's a fantastic fighter. And Tim's stepping in the ring with him on, on Saturday night and he's going to get opportunity to show to you all. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Any, th any uh, 
questions, Sean? Uh, basically what I asked Tim, um, you know, when you got to Minnesota, have you had time to do anything? Uh, I know they were over at Circular Discipline, you know, finishing up the training. Um, but yeah, just, I know you said that you missed the snow, um, but it's cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, any thoughts or if you got to do anything? Look, um, for, for Tim, obviously, he's, he's focused on business. He's got to get his body ready for the fight. For me, I'm, I'm here to enjoy Minneapolis whenever I can. So um, we've been lucky enough to, to experience a couple of bars last night. The beers are great here. Love the beers, so um, it's been good so far. Want to head out to the the Mall of America. I've heard great things about it. Um, I don't know if they let big boys on the on the roller coaster. Is that no? that's, that's not a chance? So, well, I guess I'll find something else to do there. Though I'm pretty sure I won't be bored when I head out there. Absolutely not. You should hook up with our guy Caleb Truax, former world champion. He could he could hook you up with some good beer. I know, right, Sean? Oh yeah, he's got his own two beers now. He has eight count, and uh, which is a uh, an IPA, and then, uh, which is like, I think, 7.5% or almost 8%. And they do a 10, 10 count now, which is a black IPA, which is 10%. Okay, well, look, oh, I'm going to have to try both of them, I think. I think it'll be rude not to, to come all the way here to, to Minneapolis and not try both of them beers. So um, that's on the to-do list. Yeah. Well, George, thank you for your time and uh, great meeting you. And I uh, look forward to Saturday night. Any parting thoughts? No, I'm just I'm just really excited to be here, and, and again I'm I'm grateful for the way that everyone's embraced us in coming here, and, and we're looking forward to a great night and getting a great result. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thanks again. Take care.